Hi everyone, welcome back to Paranormal. My name is Marie Adaranti, and joining me today on the podcast is everyone's favorite co-host, Victoria Kuharski. It's me. I'm back. back. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. I know how tired we both are this week. So it's my pleasure. It's it's a common theme on this podcast that Every time I do it, I'm like, guys, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I know. Like, people don't want to hear that. I know. They're annoyed with us. I know. Whatever. I work a lot of overtime, okay? I want nice shit. Anyways. Gotta work hard. <laughs> Play hard. Also. <laughs> okay. Today on the podcast, we have, we're doing a really short one today because Victoria has to pick up her brother from swimming lessons. In half an hour. Oh, to be young again. Yeah. So I am going, I'm going to read a story from Erin, who sent in a really cool one. It's different uh, than the other ones that I've gotten. And then we've got the hometown haunts. We're going to do two hometown haunts today. Uh, You know what? I'm just going to give it to them this week. Los Angeles, like fourth week in a row. Or like eighth week in a row, because I do this bi-weekly. Whoop, you whoop. are the number one. So we will give you a, your ghost story. Or really, it's just a creepy story. It's not a ghost story, mine. And then you're going to do the second city, which was Houston, Texas. Yes. Yes, I will. Amazing. Amazing. Pretty excited. <laughs> Let's get to it. So, Aaron. Aaron wrote in, hello, my name is Aaron, and I am a 34-year-old disabled musician that does YouTube. The YouTube link is youtube.com slash bigaaron84 and twitch, twitch.com slash big underscore a underscore aron84 videos. I heard on one of your podcasts, which I freaking love, that you might be looking for an audio editor. And then I wrote back to him and I was like, I was joking about that. I'm poor and I'm making no money off of this podcast so whatever anyway so then he's like so I'm sending you this email now on to my story when I was about 10 I had an encounter with what I think was a black dog or a demon in wolf shadow form oh shit I know get ready buckle up get ready for crazy ride this one's good I was laying I was laying in the master bedroom asleep I heard something in the room that woke me up I am not a light sleeper, so this had to be something loud enough for others to hear, but nobody ever came to the room. I opened my eyes, and they had to take a minute to adjust from being closed. When they finally adjusted, I froze. Along the ceiling of the bedroom that I was in was, uh, was, a, walking, was a walking a wolf that was all black. It's like a shadow. It was like a shadow man, but in wolf form. I've attached a picture of something to give you an idea of what I saw. And then the photos are just like pretty much like, yeah, shadowy wolf figures, like not like a solid wolf, almost like almost like the wind's blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here we go. When you look at them, think of them as completely black, like a shadow and no shining or color in the eyes. It was just all black. And it walked along the ceiling down to the, down the wall to the head of my bed so that it was still upside down, but kind of within sniffing range of me. It gave a sniff that went back up the wall to the ceiling and over to the window and crawled out of the window. I don't mean that the window was open. I mean that it crawled through the window, glass and all, like it wasn't 
even there. Holy shit. I know. Uh, Where did I leave off? Okay, as soon as it was out, I heard a low howl and then nothing more. I stayed awake and frozen for a long time, but I don't know how long exactly. And eventually I fell asleep again. I was too scared to get up and run. And when I woke up, I was too scared that I would be made fun of to tell anyone. Ever since then, I've studied everything I could about werewolves, black dogs, vampires, demons, different religions of the world, including the major ones and smaller ones, magic practices like witchcraft, voodoo, etc., and just supernatural things in general. I was raised Pentecostal, but not the snake handling kind, (laughs) and I've seen some shit. My mom is sensitive to the spirit, and I'm kind of like her, except I've never had to fight demons like she's told me stories of. Speaking of, I'll send you another story of a demon-possessed man that came into our church when I was young some other time. Yes, please, send that. I want it. Thanks for sharing your stories and doing the podcast. It's actually helped me decide to do a podcast of my own, since I have all of this knowledge that is basically useless to me except to tell other people. <laughs> if you ever want or need to know anything about par- the paranormal, drop me a line. Sorry this email was so long, Aaron. Perfect. Aaron, good story. Very good story. Very, very different. Very different. Original. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I mean. I like I always say, like, it doesn't have to be ghost stories. It can be like weird creatures. It could be whatever. Good story, Aaron. Proud of you. Love it. All right. You wanna do Houston? Sure, I'll do Houston. Okay. So what I found for Houston was uh, the haunted Jefferson Davis Hospital. Excuse Abby, Marie's dog there. She's shaking her head. She's just shaking. Away. Okay. October 27th, 1940. On this forgotten date in Houston, 1940, the Chronicle reported on the possibility of turning the Jefferson Davis Hospital into a contagious disease center. Actually, the old hospital served many, many purposes, such as a psychiatric hospital and a record storage center for Harris County. But becoming one of the most haunted places in Houston, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Built in 1924, the hospital was named after the Confederate president, Jefferson Davis, to appease the families of the thousands of Confederate soldiers who had been buried in the Houston City Cemetery underneath the hospital. So they pretty much said, hey, we're going to build this uh, hospital over top of all your relatives, but we're going to name it after this guy. Cool. <laughs> Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. When excavation first took place, human remains had been dug up. Thus, the building's basement was actually built on top of the ground rather than below it to leave the graves undisturbed. Oh, oh this place looks creepy, too. You guys need to look it up. <laughs> Jointly operated by the city of Houston and Harris County, Jefferson Davis was the first publicly owned hospital to accept low-income patients. However, it only did so for the next 13 years. The hospital closed in 1939 and was completely abandoned in 1985. For two decades, the building stood vacant, falling by the city's wayside. Conversely, it was at the forefront of poltergeist exploration. For those brave enough to enter the decaying building, the thrill of experiencing the howls and screams of the angry ghosts of soldiers, doctors, nurses, and patients deemed the hospital a top destination for an ultimate haunting adventure. In 2004, work began to restore the abandoned building into condos, now called the Elder Street Artist Lofts. And in 2013, the site was 
designated a protected historic landmark. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, so they're going to build condos on top of graves. Graves. That sounds like nothing could go wrong. Yeah. I mean, good good. thing that they stopped everything and made a historic landmark, but (laughs) that would have been fun, living in those condos and just... Let's do it. Why don't It's awesome. (laughs) All right, LA, I'm giving you... I'm giving you... I'm giving you yours, okay? And this one's really good, so... Oh, yes. Not necessarily a ghost story. I mean, if a you... a creepy story, nonetheless. If you follow American Horror Stories, it's a good story. They know what it is now. I know it. It's the Cecil Hotel. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Walks in Lady Gaga. <laughs> yes. So, apparently, this place is so terrifying that an entire season of American Horror Story was based around it. Two serial killers... Richard Ramirez, who was uh, the Night Stalker, and Jack Unterweger, who is an Australian serial killer that used to murder women in multiple countries, or murdered women in multiple countries. Uh, They both spent time at the hotel, um, and actually Unterweger killed three people while he was there. So we're off to a good start. Um, Actually, in 2013, there was a guest of the hotel named Elisa Lamb, and she went missing. And if anyone who's listening hasn't heard the story of Elisa Lamb, get ready, because I'm going to tell you the story now. So creepy. Right after I finish telling you about the Cecil Hotel. So <laughs> Elisa Lamb went missing. 15 days later, uh, the people at the hotel began complaining. Da, 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 da. I want to tell that story later. Da, 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 da. That's basically all I have about Cecil Hotel, except the hotel has recently rebranded itself as the stay on Main to try and shake its creepy image, but it's probably a safe bet that there's more than one ghost still haunting its halls. Man, if... I would never change the name. No. It's a famous... It's fa- like it's People a, probably go there just to see everything. 150%. Yeah. So the story of Elisa Lamb. Now this could... Like, some people think this is a paranormal story. Some people don't. I don't know what to believe. I remember the first time I saw the video footage of this and I was terrified. Yeah. So take or believe what you will, but I'm telling you the story of Elisa Lamb. It's scary no matter what. So Elisa Lamb was found naked and dead inside of a covered water tank at the Cecil Hotel on February 19th in 2013. Um, Los Angeles County uh, sorry, yeah, County Department of Coroner Autopsy Report states that uh, the death was accidental due to drowning and she was clear of drugs and alcohol, but there are so many questions around her death, around her death. People don't know if it was paranormal, suicide, or murder. So we'll start with the bizarre behavior in the elevator. A security above the elevator was able to capture her mysterious actions. The footage shows the student from Vancouver, Canada, going to the elevator and pressing all of the buttons. She proceeded to wait, but strangely, the door of the elevator did not open. She goes out of the elevator. Also, it does open eventually. She goes out of the elevator, starts to look around, but suddenly goes back inside, peeking through the elevator as if she saw something or someone. She was trying to hide from whoever she saw outside the elevator. She suddenly starts speaking and moving in a very fast and weird way. It isn't seen in the video if she was talking to anyone or anything at all. 
After that, she suddenly proceeds to walk out of the elevator like nothing happened. And then the elevator closes and starts working again. So that's the part that was weird to me is when I watched the video the first time, she presses all the buttons in the elevator yeah. and the doors don't close. And she's waiting and wait like a long time she waits for the doors yeah, to close. Yeah, I remember seeing those. And when she like goes out, it's not that she walks out of the elevator. It's she like she's peeking out, out and then she the like, elevator. it's almost as if she saw something and she quickly goes back. Goes yeah. into the corner and like hides. Yeah, and then she starts like waving her hands around in this room. Yeah, it's almost way. as if she's talking to someone like an Italian, like trying to talk and stuff. Oh my god, but have you ever watched her, what her hands no. look like when they're moving? No. They look like alien hands. Like they're the creepiest. Mm. It's so weird. So, and then only when she gets out of the elevator, like after all this time of her being in the elevator, the doors don't close. So she suddenly walks out and then all of a sudden the door is closed yeah. and the elevator starts working well, as soon as she gets out of the elevator. Like it's the weirdest thing. So let's see. Shortly after the footage, uh, she was able to go to the hotel rooftop water tank and she ended up drowning in the water tank on the roof of the hotel. Her body was found two weeks later and the creepy thing was that the hotel guests were able to taste and see the color of the water while her body was in the water tank. The autopsy report left no traces or drugs or evidence of foul play, and it leaves us with many questions. Who or what did she see in the elevator? Was she having a psychotic episode? Is there someone out there whom she can only see? Uh, another angle adding to the eerie Elisa Lam case is its similarity to a 2005 horror movie called Dark Water. Dahlia's car uh, character name was said to be inspired by the grim death of Elizabeth Short, aka the Black Dahlia, in 1947. She was rumored to have stayed in the Cecil Hotel the night before her death, which was said to be gruesome and ritualistic. In the movie, Dahlia moved in an apartment building with her daughter named Cecilia, which of course uh, is close to the hotel's name. She sees murky and dark water leaving, leaking in her bathroom coming from the ceiling. She found out that a young girl drowned in the building's rooftop water tank, very similar to how Lisa Lamb's undiscovered body in the water tank caused hotel guests to complain about the foul-tasting black water. If black water came out of your taps, would why you would you taste it? Fucking no, it? that's the thing. And like the that's thing that disgusting. I don't understand is if you notice that, a, why would you drink it? Yeah. B, why would you stay there if you saw that water? Yeah. And, like, the thing that I don't understand, too, is they reported, like, there's no way she could have gotten there by herself. Yeah, it's very weird. Anyways. Uh, so another weird similarity is the ending. The elevator also malfunctions with the ghost of Dahlia braiding her daughter's hair. The coincidences in the names, the rooftop tank drowning, and the elevator malfunctioning is the death, death a ritualistic one. There is a gruesome hotel history. It was built in the 1920s. It's located in Skid Row, and it is a 54-block area in downtown LA that has become synonymous with homelessness, poverty, and crime. Multiple suicides have been reported in the hotel from the 50s and 60s. It seems that windows are often used as a way to commit suicide. Some of the cases include Helen Gurney, a 50-ish year old woman who leapt to her death from the seventh floor, and Julia Moore, she was 27 and she jumped from the eighth floor. 
There's also Pauline Auten, who leapt from one of the windows after an argument with her ex-husband. She ended up landing on George Gianni, a passerby, 90 feet below, and it killed both of them instantly. Pigeon Goldie Osgood is a resident was a resident of the hotel and a retired telephone operator. Um, he was known for feeding and protecting pigeons nearby. He was stabbed, strangled, and raped in a, uh, or sorry, on the on June fourth, nineteen sixty four. His room was ransacked, and the crime is still unsolved. Uh, and as I mentioned, Richard Ramirez and Jack Unterweger were also uh, guests of the hotel. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Also, after Elisa Lamb's body was discovered, an area in Skid Row near the hotel was plagued with tuberculosis. The name of the test kit for these situations was Lamb-Elisa. That's just a really weird fucking coincidence. Uh, in June of 2013, LA authorities officially reported that there was no foul play and that Elisa Lamb was probably bipolar. If this was true, how could Elisa have gone up to the hotel's water tank while it had difficult access? I don't know why the article asks, how could she have gone up there if she has bipolar? Like, yeah. Obviously. By walking? I have another theory. But, 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 the rooftop is said to be protected by an alarm system and the water tank is really hard to reach. So they don't understand how she could have reached the area and how she could have closed the lid after jumping in. Because you can see the lid is like a Didn't they hole. say that she was naked too in like her clothes? I think so, yeah. yeah. So there's another take on what happened so it's called the elevator game have you heard of this oh yeah you can talk about that so a korean game that involves using an elevator travel to travel to another dimension so the introduction says this is a game from korea obviously by performing this ritual you are supposed to get to a different world according to people that have successfully completed the game it looks the same as the town building that you are from but all the lights are off and you can only see a red cross in the distance. There are no other living things there except yourself. Some say elect- electronics like phones, cameras, etc. don't work, while some say they do. Also, some say that getting back to the real world is harder for some reason. You get disoriented and forget the elevator you came on, or somehow the elevator seems to get further and further away as you walk towards it. How to do it. You must be in a 10 plus story building and in the elevator alone. If someone is in the elevator with you, it won't work. One, get on the elevator on the first floor. Two, press four. And when you reach the fourth floor, don't get out and press two. When you reach the second floor, press six. When you reach the sixth floor, press two. When you reach the second floor, press 10. When you reach the 10th floor, press five. When you reach the fifth floor, a girl will come in. That woman is not human. Don't talk or look at the girl. If you do, she'll take you away. Mm. Eight, press one. And if the elevator instead starts going up to the 10th floor, then you have succeeded. You will have reached another world where where there is no one except you. Nine, if you get off at the 10th floor, the girl will ask you, where are you going? But don't answer. How to return. 
One, if the woman doesn't get on and if you don't get off at the 10th floor. Two, if you don't get off at the 10th floor, then press one. If it doesn't press, keep on pressing until it works. Okay, let's see. Proponents of the elevator game theory suggest that it is normal when returning to your own dimension that you are disoriented and confused and that Elisa was in this confused state climbing into a water tank herself. Indeed, giving more credit to paranormal explanations of Elisa's death are its eerie similarities to the dark water horror film in which the residents of the tower block complaining about black water leaking into their flat eventually discovered a body in the water tank at the top of their building. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the elevator game, but... I don't know, but depends what culture you're in, right? Because let's just say if you're Korean, maybe. Yeah. They probably take that really, really seriously. Yeah, probably. I just don't buy it. I have a feeling. I don't know. I honestly don't know what I believe. That that incident is like the most... It's a mystery. It literally is a mystery. Like to be a fly on that wall to I, know what had happened. I have a feeling that it was a mixture of like a psychotic episode and murder. So I don't yeah. think that she did it herself. No. Because I'm looking at the lid of this water tank. But you then can't jump in there and close If someone that did murder her that way, how did they get up? Her up there because that's like that's like a fire escape. Well, if she was having like a psychotic episode and someone took advantage of her and followed her up, yeah, I guess. And then murdered. And then they her opened it and, and kept, kept her, her in. in. It's possible, it's right? Weird, though, there's no traces of drugs, alcohol, foul play. So, but at the same time, by then, wouldn't everything clear your system? Well, if she died, it wouldn't really be able to circulate through yeah, the system. True. But I'm just saying, like, somebody might have led her up there and, like, told her to get in. Yeah. And if she was in a weird mental state at that point in time, yeah. maybe she did. Right? It could be a combination of, like, bad surveillance cameras and, like, murder, psychotic breakdown, everything that's I possible. I just don't think that it's the... I just don't think that it's elevator. elevator. The only thing that was like super creepy and terrifying about watching those videos. Oh, and the whole elevator doors closing when they close. So like that, I was like, fuck, that's fucking weird. And her hands watching her wave these weird alien like hands around. But that could be just the video too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'll show you the video when we're done here. And then I don't want to watch it. I've watched it before. I couldn't sleep. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not watching that I can't sleep I need to get up early tomorrow I'm supposed to go to the gym I'm trying to be healthy here good for you good for you I know alright well if you have a creepy ghost story that you want to tell I obviously want to hear it ghosts demons poltergeists weird creatures unexplained happenings anything aliens, possible anything even if you just want it Write me a funny story. I'll read it. I'll do it. And if she doesn't read it, I'll read it. Victoria will read it. I'll be here. Will you? I will. I'm excited. (laughs) Okay. I'm so glad you're back. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. I know this episode wasn't the best. (laughs) I think it was pretty good. You're right. I saved it. 
Yeah. Uh, you did really good. Thanks for Thank you. <laughs> and Aaron's Thank story you. of the wolf. You know what? You're right. It was an all right episode. It was good. It was just short. It's just a shorty. We just didn't talk as much. You're right. We usually do. <laughs> so a lot of people are going to give this one a thumbs up. <laughs> they better. Guys, you better. Or else. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And um, if you want a tell me a cool ghost story you can either follow me on twitter or instagram it's at splendora underscore and send me a message or you can email me it's adorantm at gmail.com and until next week stay spooky bye